This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Welcome into the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Brandon Worth joining you here this afternoon. Thanks for all tuning in here on News Radio WBRN. Whether you're on 1460 AM, 107.7, or 96.5 FM, or even on the WBRN app or WBRN.com. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around for all of our MVSP podcast listeners. If you haven't heard about that show, Bears State Sports coverage right here on News Radio WBRN. So be sure that you stay for the whole hour starting at three o'clock to four o'clock all the local area news in the big rapids area and beyond all in one place right here on wbrm but we got a great show ahead of you today we got state finals for track and field to recap as well as district play for baseball and softball and regional rounds already underway here for girls soccer we'll break that all down as well as finish out with a complete debate top five underrated hobby sports. It's going to get hot. It's going to get heated. Stick around for that because I got a list for you. Before we do that, we got to pay the bills here as we like to thank our sponsors for making this show possible. Obviously, the United States Air Force is the primary sponsor for this program, but other sponsors that help and contribute to making this show come on the airwaves include the Mikasa Asola Career Center, Mikasa Asola Transit Authority, or also known as MOTA, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Alter Care Big Rapids, Quality Car and Truck Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, and our friends at Johnson's Automotive. Thank you for making this show possible for all of us to get our high school sports coverage here on this program. Right to the scoreboard we go. June 3rd is where we begin here with our score recaps. Alma and Grant is the first team on the list. Alma defeats Grant 3-0 in that district semifinal, but fall to Nuego as the Lions win District 37 with a 2-1 victory over the Panthers of Alma. Congratulations to Nuego on a fine season as they continue on after also defeating Fremont in the semifinal to reach that title game and clinch the District 37 title. White Clown, District Champions, defeating Shelby 15-3 in that District 69 title game. How about the Indians? What a great season they had. Ticked down hard as well in the semifinal in a 10-0 sweep through six innings to reach that title game. Reed City defeats Pine River but falls to Claire in the District 72 final. Was actually at that game. Some high-powered firepower there from the Pioneer offense there later on in that game as the Pioneers win on home turf, defeating the Coyotes 11-1 in that game as well as defeating Chippewa Hills in what was a dramatic ender walk-off winner for the Pioneers to beat the Warriors to eventually get to that title game and take home the victory. Kent City falls to North Muskegon in District 76 semifinal round as the Eagles season comes to an end at the hands of North Muskegon as well as Lakeview takes a tough loss there in the district championship game in District 80 to Grand Rapids North Point Christian after defeating Saranac 1-0 to reach 
that championship game. Over on the other side of the diamond, softball in District 34 was once again owned by Big Rapids, defeating Ludington in the semifinal in four innings and then defeating the Flying G's of Gladwin 4-1 to to take home the District 34 title and another title in the case for Coach Thompson in the softball program. Reed City falls to Pine River in a toughly contested matchup in District 71, 7-6 to the final score in that one as well as Tri-County falls in District 37 to a really good Whitehall team in the semifinals. Grant takes a tough loss to Muskegon Oak Ridge in that bracket as well in the semifinals. 5-3 the final score in that one as well as over in District 73. Kent City takes down Nuego but falls to Ravenna 4-1 in the District 73 championship. Chippewa Hills and Lakeview squared off in the semifinals of District 74 and boy it did not disappoint if you like offense. 21-12 the Warriors tanked down the Wildcats to advance to the championship game where they took on White Cloud who defeated Morley Stanwood 10-3 in their semifinal. Chippewa Hills White Cloud squared off for the title on the line and it was the Warriors that took home the trophy 12-4 they defeat the Indians to claim a District 74 title in girls softball. What a run it was for that program. Over in June 7th here, staying on the diamond, we'll get to track here in just a minute. Nuego falls to Spring Lake in regional semifinal 19-10-3. They fall to Spring Lake as well as White Clown loses to the Huskies of Benzie Central 5-3 the final score in that one in order to try to reach the regional 35 title game over now on June 2nd we had girls soccer action in the area District 46 Big Rapids pulls off the upset against Howard City Tri-County they defeat the Vikings 2-0 the final score a huge win for Coach Ray and the girls soccer team what a huge comeback story for that team as well as Montague falls to Nuego in an epic shootout for Nuego to claim District 47 title 3-2 the final score in that game over to June 6th a couple days later regional 12 action for both of these teams Big Rapids and Nuego unfortunately neither team could get a victory and move on to the regional final Freeland defeats Big Rapids 3-0 behind a powerful second half offensively and Elk Rapids takes it to Nuego 5-0 the final as those two teams will meet in the regional 12 title game here coming up later on this weekend. Some other notable games coming up here on Saturday. Gaylord and Big Rapids will square off in regional nine action as well as Chippewa Hills will look to advance on their prominent season as they'll take on Ravenna in regional 19. Finishing out with track and field here to ramp up the local sports scoreboard. Had some notable results around the area, especially for many local athletes at the state finals. Some notable ones, especially in close races uh, from this past weekend, especially in some of the distance events. One of the notable ones to highlight the 1600 meter in Division Three. Gus Rohde from Reed City finishes fourth with a 421.75 final time there in that race as well as Chippewa Hills' Jake O'Neill right behind in 7th with a 4.27 final time in that one. Down in the 3,200 meters, Samuel Martini finishes 6th with a 9.46 final time, as well as Brad White, the junior from Clare, right behind him at 9.47 in 7th. Some other notables as well coming in from the 400 meter, Christian Brown of Kent City finishes top 10 with a 52.09, followed by Tyler Saxton from Chippewa Hills finishing 12th 
fifth in that event, respectively. Dane Blair of Lake City finishes fourth in the 100 meter, 11.01 a final time for Dane, as well as also finishing sixth in the prelims in that event as well. Over in the 300 hurdles, Grant Wheaton of Lakeview finishes 12th, as well as Hayden Reed finishing 15th there for Central Montcalm in the Hornet program. And over in the 4x200 meter relay, the Pioneers finishing well with a 132.43 to finish top six in the state of Michigan, as well as the 4x4 team finishing second overall with a 330. Yeah, that's quick. Reed City also behind at 14th in the 4x4, consisting of Kiana Stores, Lentz, and Rody. Claire also finishing 5th in the 4x800 meter relay, as well as some other notable throwing performances as well. Roland Ball of Lake City finishing 10th in the shot put, as well as Grant Wheaton once again in the high jump for Lakeview, finishing in the top 10. And Dakobe White of Everett finishing eighth in the long jump final. Over on the women's side, especially in the sprints, Ariana Todd racks up a bunch of great performances in the top 10, finishing ninth in the 100-meter final as well as sixth in the 200-meter final. And she did scratch from the 400-meter, but certainly great performances from her nonetheless. Ashley Chapanis of Central Montcalm finishing eighth in the mile, followed by Kaya Hoffman, her teammate right behind in ninth, and Miranda McNeil of the Mohawk Samoli Stanwood there in 11th. Lila Volkers, the conference champion in the 3200 meter, finishes seventh in the state finals in the 3200 with an 1123 final time. Kaya Hoffman finishes right behind in eighth, followed by McNeil once again in 12th, Chapanis in 16th, and freshman Quentin Hatfield of Chippewa Hills there in 17th. In hurdle action, Sadie Larson of Lake City finishing eighth in the 100 meter hurdles, followed by Kenna Barber of Clare in ninth in the same event. Hannah Abbott, the sophomore from Chippewa Hills, finishing ninth overall with a 49-1-3 time in the 300-meter hurdles, followed as well by Ava Harden and Kenna Barber of Clare. Over down in the shot put, Julia Haggard of Clare with a notable finish in the ninth place overall. Gabby Reeve of White Cloud finishing on the podium, a third place finish with a 123-foot, one-inch throw in discus. Very, very impressive. McKenna Bisball of Lake City finishing fourth in the high jump, as well as Lindsey Gibson finishes 11th in girls pole vault. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll move to Division Two and wrap it up with a debate of underrated hobby sports. You're listening to the West Michigan Sports Show here on WBRN. Over in Division Two action, some notable results as well. Stuart Gould, the sensation from Tri-County, finishing 11th in the 200 meters, as well as finishing the state runner-up in the 400 meters with a 48.92. Let me tell you, that's fast. Oh, and Wester Camp, the Big Rapids product, finishing second in the 800 meter with a 154.36. Good result there from Owen, as well as Tri-County's relay teams did some certain damage once again. 4x14, 326.44, finishing in sixth place overall in the state, as well as 23rd in the 4x8. Over on the women's side, Cadillac produced some notable results. Hannah Johnson finishing in the top 20 there for the 100 meters. I should say top 22 to be specific as well as Brooklyn Brown in the top 20 there for the 1600 meter final and Madison Lindquist finishes 16th for the Vikings. Big Rapids 4 by one team finishes top 10 in the ninth spot composed of Malloy, Blackwell, Turner, and Belvin with a 50.58 time 
from Forest Hills. Over there in the 4x2, Cadillac wins it all. 144-7-6 the time for the Vikings. They host the state champion of Emily Anway, Avery Meyer, Madison Lindquist, and Hannah Johnson. Big Rapids finishes 13th overall in the same event. Mackenzie Johns of Cadillac also finishes state runner-up, second in the shot put with a 40-foot 10-inch throw there, as well as top 10 finishes uh, in some other places for other events, as well as Big Rapids. Other notable Haley Hayner finishing 16th in the pole vault. That's going to wrap it up for track and field recap. Also some notable reaction golf with some good finishes. Reed City competes in the regional rounds. They do not advance to the state championship, but still a great season for them. Big Rapids also with a very good season under head coach Mark Posey for both the men's and the women's side. So congratulations to those local programs on their success as well. Without further ado, it's debate time. We got another one. You guys like the last one. So we're getting right into it with another one. This one is a very interesting topic. This is rated as top five underrated hobby sports. So the clarification here before I get into the list is when they say an underrated hobby sport, that is a sport that can't necessarily be done professionally, but it is not a prominent sport that is in a prominent position in professional sports, if that makes sense. So the main sports like playing football or basketball for a hobby don't necessarily qualify for this list. And as an underrated sport, these are more sports that aren't as heard of or maybe as participated as deeply or intently or competitively as you might have thought. And I think that there's quite a few sports that can fit this list. And there's plenty of honorable mentions that we'll get through here in this top five list. But I got my five. Let's get right into it. Start that music up. It's debate time. Top five underrated hobby sports. Number five on my list is one that probably some people will hear immediately and probably say, you know, I don't like the fact that you're trying to recommend this to me. And that's totally fine because this is my sport. It's hands down. It's running. Of course it's running. I mean, why wouldn't it be a better hobby sport for those people out there that just want to stay in shape? Like, I think the biggest thing when it comes to running, and I'll kind of go on a tangent here a little bit, but trust me, I'll get back to my list. When it comes to running, it not only keeps you healthy, obviously you can lose weight, you can stay toned in your body, but running just helps a lot of different functions for you health-wise. I mean, obviously you can get better sleep, you can have better cardio health, you can improve your joint health overall, which I think is a perception that a lot of people have twisted, the fact that actually it feels like you're hurting your body more than running. It is a proven fact in studies and statistics that people that run consistently live longer lives because their body is being used more efficiently, more effectively, and it is always being toned down and it's always becoming better. And that's something that people overlook when it comes to the sport of running. So that's just the fact of it. Another stat that I found here on runnersworld.com that just the fact of running 17 minutes three different times in a week, so that's a total of only 51 minutes per week, all you have to do to put in running to reduce your risk of fatal heart attack or stroke by 55%. That's a big number. And I think that just shows right there why running 
is one of the best hobby sports out there. And you can do it at your own pace. You don't have to run five-minute miles. You can run eight-minute miles, nine-minute miles, 12-minute miles, six-minute miles. It all benefits at the end of the day. You can walk as well. That can be an alternative if you're not necessarily in the shape to run. Walking is just as good. So there you go. That's my fifth best underrated hobby sport. Number four on my list. This one might throw you a curveball here. Climbing is my selection for number four. And I'm not just saying go outside, find the nearest oak tree you have and just crawl your way up like you were in the kid old days. I'm not saying that. That can be a version of climbing. But going to a gym, going to find a bouldering wall, a climbing wall nearby can help in so many ways. It's an underrated sport, especially like the benefits of running obviously can come in bodily health and obviously it can really help your mental health as well. But not only does climbing help in physical strength building, like obviously the grip strength that you can earn is absolutely incredible, but there's other elements to it as well. The idea of power and harnessing it to the right degree and being able to use at the right time, especially when you have other elements to consider like fatigue and stamina when you're climbing those are the huge points and it's not necessarily a list here that i'm making of just the top five sports to help with your health there's fun with it too climbing can be as fun as you make it obviously you want to be safe if you're not going to go climb al capitan without a rope unless you're alex handleton free solo and you are that crazy which is absolutely bonkers if you guys haven't seen that on amazon prime but the idea around it is so uh, such a fun sport in the the competition that you can be all these walls are designed in certain ways where certain routes are harder than each other and you can compete against your fellow friends to be able to see who can climb up this route the fastest or be able to scale this wall in the fastest time or a whole circuit it's a lot of fun in climbing there's a lot more fun that can be in climbing i think people really truly understand that's why it's number four on my list number three getting into the podium award winners this one earning bronze this is your backyard staple if you're out grilling and you are having some sort of a campfire at night there's a very good chance you got cornhole boards out back and that's why it's number three on my list this sport has now reached the professional level the american cornhole league is legit it's on espn it is an insane sport when you think about how good somebody can be at it and how easy it may seem but hard to get better it is absolutely crazy i've tried to see how much i can improve in cornhole and it is incredible how much you can improve in cornhole but it is one of those sports that you learn fast but it is hard to master and the pros make it look so easy so many different types of shots but there's a good chance if you're out on the fourth of july here coming up then you got friends and family in town somebody's bringing their cornhole boards and somebody's betting the next brat that they're going to take you down in partner duo matchups so make sure that you get yourself dialed in for cornhole but there's a lot of other great benefits to it i think it's an underrated hobby sport because it's obviously well known and out there a lot of people know what cornhole is they have sets out at their lake cottages or at their homes but it is underrated because it is a unifying game as far as the easiness to play, but it can become as competitive as you want it to be, and that's why it's so versatile. Number two on my list, this is a sport I was introduced to in COVID. Well, I should tell you, both of the top two are ones that I was introduced in COVID. This one's not as big here on this side of the pond. And I'm not talking about Wisconsin. I'm talking about the big pond here in North America. But if you make your way over to Europe, this game is bumping. That game 
is not soccer. It's darts. I can tell you one thing. You will not find a more hype environment at the professional level in a hobby sport than you will at darts. You can look it up on YouTube. You can watch highlight clips. These fans are into it. And that's what makes darts so much fun. I've personally practiced and probably put a lot of time in, especially over COVID to become a very decently to good darts player. And it is a tough sport. It is a mentally very tough sport. It is all about technique. It is all about the mental strength to stay on it and be patient because it is a very monotonous repetition based sport that if you necessarily mess up one thing, it can really throw you a wrench in your overall game plan of how you're trying to attack. And it's a very strategic game and you got to be able to hit all parts of the dartboard. And that is such a hard element to think about and then execute all together. The hand-eye coordination you need for darts is absolutely incredible. But one of the best environments in hobby sports, that's why it's number two on my list. Before we get to number one, got to hit the honorable mention. Snowboarding and skiing, absolutely my favorite sport hands down probably at the hobbies category or level is snowboarding. But I understand it's too expensive and that is why it is a little bit overrated and then it's really why it's not on my list. Hunting is one that was on my list, but it was not on the top five and the reason because it's not as accessible you can't necessarily go out and hunt wherever you got to have land you got to have permits you got to have licenses so that one doesn't necessarily make my list tennis and pickleball great sports absolutely love the idea of all of them but I just don't play them enough to really appreciate how underrated or overrated they are. That's just the honesty. I'm giving you the 110% truth here. No cap, as the kids say. Uh, Golf is another one uh, that can be very long, very long, monotonous days. And that's kind of similar to fishing, which was also on my list. Golf and fishing also can become a little bit expensive. And from the average eye, both of those sports... You have to be really good at them to really appreciate them. And that's why they didn't necessarily get up on my underrated list. Number one on my list, most underrated sport in the game at the hobby level is disc golf. It's the fun elements of golf. It is the ability to go out and be able to walk and get good exercise. You can go out into nature. You can go out into some of these great areas and you're able to play a sport that has the strategy of a lot of these other sports we've already talked about, the physical elements that of some of the other sports we've already talked about, and it's so easy to play, and you don't need that much to actually play it. You only need a couple discs, and you can even play with one, and it becomes just as fun. Disc golf, number one on my list of underrated sports. That's going to do it for this edition of the West Michigan Sports Show. We'll see you next week right here on WBRM. WBRM.